Welcome to the show. Welcome to your Thought Life podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. On this podcast, we help people overcome mindset challenges to fast track personal and professional success. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, thank you so much for leaving us a rating or review and know that your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. What's the problem with your story is our topic for today. Each of us has a story that we subscribe to frequently without consciousness. We refer back to that story to help us do life, to color the lens with which we see life, to aid in the development of relationships with others. I've seen it exposed in the rearing of children or even in the participation of grandparenting. No matter what the task is for the human, or in this case, the adult, there are certain factors that have come into existence that make us who we are and thus our story. Personal stories are something like a narrative where we recount events, we look at previous experiences, there most certainly is an emotional component, and all of these things occur as a normal function or interaction with this thing called life. It's pretty cool when you've got a cool story, but if you don't have a good story or you're coming from a place where you found out you didn't have a good story and you're in repair, it's a completely different set of circumstances. Suffice to say, personal stories are an essential part of how we communicate and really share the self-understanding of our story with others. You know, sometimes we're able to do this with continuity and with tremendous context as we highlight experiences that we've been exposed to with others that really give them an appreciation for what our story is. What we're going to do is take a look at how we typically get some of these stories. We're going to look at can we trust the source of these stories and why this story is so important such that we should change it if it's not working for us. In the opening, we gave just enough information to start the processes of really helping us understand and start to think through what are those things that have occurred in our lives, those teachable moments that have helped us create our story. I want to share a few others with you. I want you to consider the culture that you were reared in. I want you to consider the social influences that were taking place on your life during your most impressionable years, birth through seven, and then solidified from ages seven through 21. I want you to take a little glimpse, if you will, at your family's background, both sides of the family. Then think about how you were brought up, the morals, the values, the things that you saw repeated that you took notice of while you were growing up. I would be remiss if I didn't make mention of this. Even in my life, media, entertainment, Hollywood had an awful lot to do 
with some of the input into my story. And then there are comparisons frequently being made all the time that almost elicit a comparative response in us to look at where we are versus where someone else is or what we have versus what they have or what they can do versus what we can do. Sometimes this even feeds over into the peers that we have in our workplace, looking at their strong suits, looking at ours and continuing that comparative model, them getting accolades, us not getting them, them getting all of the breaks, us not so much. Let's also consider life events. What sort of significant issues have you faced? What sort of trauma have you been exposed to? Has there been something that had a huge emotional quotient that permanently wrote to your subconscious such that you now have beliefs and biases based on that single incident? All of these things, family, come together to create your story. It's imperative for us to understand these sources and these influences because they, again, feed into the whole narrative. If we are to be self-aware and to have an appreciation for whatever our story is today, we have to understand these sources. To this point, there's been a great deal of discovery and exploration into some of the depths of your mind to really come to understand how in the world that I form this story that I now gravitate and hold fast to, whether challenging or phenomenal. We need to know how we got that story. From here, we transition into the sources and really understanding how we formed our story is going to help us understand those sources. Because what we're going to find is, if we're like most, what that means is we're going to have to go back and reconstruct some of those situations that formed our story, relive them so we can reframe them. The reframing is necessary so we can permanently let go. But I want to tell you something about a go-forward strategy. That is, we should be wholeheartedly evaluating anything that is going to change or modify our story. There should be a level of discernment and open-mindedness that we bring to any set of circumstances, good or bad. We need to prove those out. We need to determine if these new sources are trustworthy or not. Recognizing the complexity of the story with all of the attributes that we've already shared, given how multifaceted this specific storyline can be, all the more reason for us to understand the construction, to understand the inputs, and again, that source, so that we can go forward with an approach that protects us from repeating the mistakes from yesteryear. Comprehensive understanding of this particular subject and the sources that I make mention of is crucial. Stories are important because when you have a story and it's working for you, then you have no limitations, hardly, 
that you have a significant amount of work to do to overcome. Conversely, if you have a story that's rooted in scarcity, you become an adult. Now you're trying to move into this positive mindset space. You got to go deal with that scarcity because that baggage is coming with you whether you want it or not. Why? It's a part of your story. Recently, we talked about identity and your story is directly correlated to your identity. And if you didn't know, you will know in just a moment that we will go through great lengths to defend our identity. Someone says, you are not this type of person and you think you are, you will get hot and bothered and you will flare up and do whatever is necessary to convince that person or that crowd that you indeed are that person and you will cite for them numerous reasons. You see how deep-seated this story can be and how interconnected it is with how you're going to think, how you're going to move through life and whether or not you're going to be able to execute properly or not. My aim is to help you execute properly. So today I have three techniques that you can use to change your story. First one we lightly touched on with respect to cognitive reconstruction. This in layman's terms, in simple terms, is paying attention to self-limiting or negative thoughts that contribute to an undesirable narrative. I came up not being able to trust people. It was not a part of my being, a part of my story, or a part of my identity to be able to trust people. I went into the armed services not being able to trust my battle buddy who was supposed to take care of me if anything were to occur if we were in battle. I had to go to counseling to get that dealt with. I'm not saying that that's your plight, no. But what I am saying is if you have a limitation like that, you can't solve it on your own, it's perfectly fine to go get help. But if you're one of these individuals who is self-aware, who now has this burning desire to go and reconstruct this situation, turn that negative into a positive, then I think all the more powerful that you do that and do that as expeditiously as you can. The sooner you're able to reframe that negative thing that is contributing to your story, limiting you in some way, shape, or form, the faster you break free and become limitless. We always, always, always want to replace negative self-talk with affirming self-talk. If you find yourself being hard on yourself, really being judgmental, not giving yourself a break, lacking grace for a situation you felt you could have done a little bit better in, this is not the time to go hard. This is the time to go easy, to give yourself a pass, to continue loving on yourself, saying affirming things that build you up so you're not consistently ruminating on the wrong thing because ruminating on the wrong thing is going to reinforce the negative story and the associated identity that goes with it. 
Number two is heightening your sense of awareness. There's always an opportunity for us to stop, settle down, take some deep breaths, and calm down to a state where we can really think about what just happened. Because if we don't do that, we're going to find that whatever we typically do as behavior after something has occurred that we don't particularly care for, we will continually do that over and over and over because it's a pattern of behavior. These patterns of behavior have to have an interrupt for them to stop. Sometimes it's a loved one making note of it. Sometimes it's your coach making note of it. But if you want to break free quickly and you want a repeatable process that you can deploy across other areas of your story that need correction, then certainly becoming self-aware, practicing meditation, practicing mindfulness, getting self-discipline about yourself, anchoring into emotional intelligence, understanding when your state is about to change before it actually changes. That's the interrupt that you need to stop this current trend from continuing. And once you stop or interrupt the trend, then you can do as we said before, and you can deploy some restructuring and some reframing to get rid of it once and for all, to eliminate this component from your story and from your identity. Then last thing you're going to do is you're going to begin to goal set. You're just going to keep it very simple, family. You're going to be specific and realistic with your goals. They should align beautifully with whatever task it is that you want to accomplish. If it's the removal of one of these sources that's feeding into your story or your identity, you're going to hold fast to that. You're going to set what the outcome is going to be, removal. You're going to maintain a sincere focus on that. You're going to stay aligned with it. You're going to check in periodically. And when you succeed, you're going to celebrate. That's as simple as it gets for goal setting. And then after you have hit the goal, you are truly going to reward yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Give yourself access to something that maybe you have been pushing away from in a disciplinary fashion. I just want you to celebrate that success, no matter how small it is, because when you have a win, that signals progress. When you have progress, that feeds into momentum. And when you have momentum, now you have get started power to go and tackle the next task. This positive reinforcement, the whole dopamine reward system is really going to play nicely into the tasks that are necessary for you to change your story and to change your identity. Not only that, but positive reinforcement is known when a goal has been achieved to reshape our self-perception. How we feel and how we view ourselves is another feeder or source for our story. 
the idea of utilizing reinforcement to reshape the story and the identity, these are very simple tasks that each of us can do with intentionality to gain a result that really helps us get to where we want to go. Please remember this, that when you're considering your story, you owe it to yourself to really understand and recognize the components that construct, have made up the story. And I don't want you to be, you know, rigid and fixed. Just take some time in a quiet space to understand, to think through what are these elements that have made my story. Just think through them very constructively a little bit at a time, and write those in your journal. Do that for a week, and when you look up, you can then categorize those, prioritize them, start doing the ones that are going to give you the greatest outcome immediately. The ones that, if you do this one, you're going to feel incredibly good about yourself. You're going to be released from something that's held you back for a very long time span. And these new insights and these new experiences that are tied to reshaping your story are going to take you a very long way in a very short amount of time. Thanks for tuning in. And that concludes this episode. I appreciate your time and your attention. You can reach me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R Thought Life, no spaces. I want to remind you that you are enough and you can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.